Hello and welcome into another end zone edition of the WTOC Sports Podcast. I'm WTOC Sports Director Lindsey Goff here with our digital anchor Jake Wallace. Jake, week 10 of high school football. Where has the time gone? Yeah, less than a month left to the state playoffs in Georgia and South Carolina. So it is it is time to make things happen. And we have a lot of region races still to be decided. Things that are still up in the air. Mm-hmm. And that makes for... Fun Friday nights when when games have stakes and consequences and they mean something, it makes the Friday nights a lot more fun. Yeah, once you get in the region, I don't want to say they're all like rivalries, but you definitely have that sense where these two teams are used to going head to head, and it's it, it's that kind of thing. They're from the area, and you really want to beat them. So we're looking forward to another fun Friday night. And of course, as always, before we jump into this week, we want to take a look back at last week and our play of the week winner. Yeah, it was a good race. Over 100,000 votes in last week's poll, and the winner goes to the Bluffton Bobcats. Max Van Hoen straight in finding Kenton Frazier on a touchdown pass for the Bobcats. Earned more than 56,000 votes in our poll. A real surge late uh, to push the Bobcat touchdown pass over the edge for our play of the week. And uh, let me personally apologize to Max for messing up his name on television Friday night. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> probably not the first time and probably won't be the last time yeah, that you it know. happens. In, in <laughs> Apologies, Max. Yeah. I am sorry. Um, we also had a trio of games taking place last night, Thursday night. Um, here in town, we had Southeast Bullock and Beach playing at Islands. Southeast Bullock tops Beach 32 nothing. They're now 7-1, and one, Jake. Yeah, and you also had Liberty County over Groves 45 nothing. And these were two Region 3 AAA games, and... It's interesting because SEB and and Liberty Mm -hmm. County are kind of watching each other right now. SEB is going to host Windsor Forest next week. The Knights are undefeated in region play. And then Liberty Liberty County already with a win over SEB this year. And so they're four and one in the region. Right. It's kind of all three of those teams. Uh, Windsor Forest, obviously, with the leg up for the region title as they haven't lost. But SEB paying very much close attention to what Liberty County is doing. Liberty County paying very much close attention to what SEB is doing is, you know, home game in the state playoffs, probably on mm-hmm. the line. It's going to come from one of those three teams. Two of them are going to have home games. One of them is going to go on the road. And n- none of those three teams want to be the one that has to go on the road. And then our uh, third game, Pinewood Christian at home. They topped Trinity Christian Dublin 66-8. to They're 7-1, and 2-0 in region play. Yeah, it's the sixth straight win for the Patriots, who are a really good football team mm-hmm. and off to a great start. Their only loss this year to that powerhouse John Millage. Yeah. Um, and probably if if all goes the way that Pinewood wants, they'd possibly meet John Millage again in a state title game. Right. And so the Patriots have high hopes for how this year is going to go. They've cruised through a bunch of their wins this year. And two more games left on the season for the Patriots, and they've got an extra day to prepare for next week. Yep, so... Uh, three games last night, and then looking ahead to Friday night, our WTOC end zone game of the week. Here in Chatham County, New Hampstead at Benedictine over at Memorial Stadium. These two teams, the winner of tonight's game, likely your region champion. You have mm-hmm. to say likely because there is still stuff to happen this season, but they will have the leg up going into the final few weeks of the regular season. This BC team looks completely like they have set that start behind them. They have won six straight games. They are Mm -hmm. rolling right now. The 
top scoring team in all of Class 4A. But here comes New Hampshire, who's the number two scoring team in all of Class 4A. Yep. So expect some points tonight at Memorial Stadium. Lindsay, the thing I found interesting, and, and we'll get into this maybe a little bit in, in a minute, but BC is used to having the target on their back. They are the yes. team that everyone is kind of chasing in Chatham County. But at Chatham County Media Days, before the season started, New Hampstead said, we want to play Benedictine. We want to play them for, you know, in this kind of game, a game that has a region title on the line, a game that has serious stakes, and we want to play them. And I found that interesting that they, you know, that's kind of, I don't want to say it's been unspoken, but right. it was it was very clearly a, hey, we want BC and we want them at their best. Yeah, you mentioned uh, the two top scoring offenses in 4A, BC averaging 45.3 points per game, New Hampshire right behind them at 42 points per game. Uh, when I talked to the coaches earlier this week, they both mentioned the quarterback play and the offenses that these two run, BC led by Holden Gurner, who's passed for coming up on 2,000 yards this season. He's at 1,836 right now this year. And then quarterback Pauly Seeley for the Phoenix, um, he's at just over 1,300 yards this season right now. Two, two really good quarterbacks here in Chatham County going head-to-head. Yeah, Garner gets a lot of the attention. And, right, and, and he's right, going to Auburn. Absolutely, yeah. and rightly so, and he's a senior. But I feel like Seeley's played really well and maybe hasn't gotten a ton yes. of the coverage that he might deserve. There are a ton of quarterbacks in Savannah. It is mm-hmm. really a nice time um, with – Both have strong I, receiving yeah. core. I mean, it's, it's going to be a good one. Both these teams are loaded with talent, and I think that's going to make the, the thing that's so fun. is It feels like the defense that, that makes the most plays – that is able to limit the big plays from the opposing offenses is going to be the team that wins. Whoever plays better defensively is able to make Mm -hmm. some stops, get some third down stops, maybe a turnover or two is the team that wins tonight. Right. BC coming in at six and two, New Hampstead seven and one. They're both one and oh in region play and New Hampstead has never won a region title. So I think it's something that they're looking to. They're also a new school. So right, 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 right. But yes, yes. Searching for their first region title. And if they can get a win tonight, they would seem to be on their way. Yeah, they didn't play last year due to COVID. And Jake, you mentioned that um, BC has moved past those two losses. They've moved past them, but uh, I talked to the coaches this week and they certainly have not forgotten those two losses. Here's both head coaches that I spoke to earlier in the week. New Hampstead, one of the better teams in Savannah and Chatham County. They've only lost one game. Um, what's kind of your outlook for tomorrow night? Yeah, definitely, uh, you know, a very good football team. Uh, Coach Hockman does a great job. We all know, you know, his success in his career and uh, moving down from McEachern. And uh, so I knew he would do a good job with the program and, and they got some very good players. Uh, quarterback uh, Seeley's a, a really good football player and and uh with a number of skilled players around them and then they they play hard on defense so we know it's going to be a challenge your team I know we've kind of talked about this a little bit but now that we're even further into the season and the playoffs are right ahead you guys started off with those two losses and that's obviously not typical for BC and then have really come back very strong and won handily pretty much in every game since then. What have you seen from this team and their growth throughout the year? 
Yeah, we were definitely humbled earlier in the year. Um, you know, playing a, a program like Christopher Columbus, we knew it was going to be a major challenge, and that's kind of where what we were looking for. And then uh, we lost, lost to Buford, who's a good team and a good program, but quite honestly, we felt like we, we were the better football team, but certainly not that night. And so we had to look and ask ourselves a whole bunch of questions, and uh, we did. Uh, first thing is, you know, you know, use the thumb and pointed back at myself and thought about some things I had, could do better. And then uh, met with the guys and everybody kind of came up with some different ways to do things. And we've changed how we practice. And I think most of all, just really changed our attitude. And, and we don't want to feel that again. <laughs> it was miserable, really miserable. So we agree we don't want to feel that way again. So, you know, it, it's changed our attitude going forward. How do you keep these guys from looking ahead to the playoffs and getting excited for what could be a potential state title run? Keep them focused on, you know, we got to get this team on Friday night. What's ahead of us right now before we can look to that? Well, I think, number one, the best thing that to, to do that is, you know, what we just talked about, those two losses earlier in the year and how we felt. And, and again, I will constantly remind them, hey, remember that feeling, and we don't want to go back there. Uh, to do what I did, uh, quite honestly, uh, two days ago at practice, and I stopped it. Uh, uh, I used some language that would upset my mother, I'm quite sure, and uh, and we started practice over about a quarter of the way through and, and got it right the second time. And so we we know that this is a very good football team, and, and, and in essence, you would think is the region championship. So this is a big game for us, and, and uh so we keep pushing that and hopefully, you know, they understand it. I believe that they do. Uh, however, they are teenagers and, um, you know, I have to realize that. So hopefully we'll continue focused and, and, and do well. Any matchups we should keep an eye out on Friday night? I know you mentioned the quarterback play and both of you guys have good quarterbacks, obviously. Yeah, I think it's going to be an exciting game. Obviously, uh, you're not going to just shut out New Hampstead and stop them. They, they have too many players and too well coached. Uh, so I think, you know, the two offenses are going to be exciting. Um, you know, the defense that can, can make the most stops and, and, and force the other team to make uh, mistakes is, is, you know, that's the team that's going to win. So uh, a lot of good matchups. Uh, you, know, uh, you know, what we what can do is, is on the defensive side of the ball, certainly against their two really good running backs that they have, um, you know, is going to be major for us. Obviously, a big matchup on Friday night with a good Benedictine squad. You guys have the better record, but they lost those two early on and seem to have kind of turned it around. What's kind of your outlook for Friday night? Well, I'd like to say we are um, we're the favorites because we have a better record, but we're not, and that's okay. Um, they obviously are a great team and have played a great schedule, uh, you know, played better competition than we have. And, um, you know, what we're, we're just going to try to hang in there and see if we can't make survive the first half and see what happens. What do you hope to see out of your team both this week in preparation, but also on Friday night, you know, when they're being really tested? Yeah, this is going to be a huge, huge opportunity. And that's how we're just taking it as an opportunity to uh, go out and see where we stand with one of the best, you know, squads in the entire state at all levels. Um, 
you know, we've worked really hard at our game plan and we do it every week. It's not like we've done something a lot different this week, but our kids are really focused. And then, and I'm excited uh, to see if their, their fruits of their labor come through, meaning that, you know, the game plan, the preparation, the work that they're doing right now, does that come to fruition? And then we kind of build on that as we go. Now, as far as game time goes, the atmosphere, it's their homecoming. It's going to be a big crowd, you know, a lot of reporters and TV and all that stuff, which we're really trying to downplay. But you can't. With kids, uh, they, they need to know what's coming. So we've been talking about it. And how do they handle that? How do they go about, um, you know, being focused? And how do they stay focused and not worry about what things look like? Um, you know, we played Brunswick, who's a really, really good team in a big stadium. But there wasn't a big crowd and a big, um, you know, the atmosphere was not the same. So um, this will be a great opportunity for us, um, you know, and, and it'll help us when, down the road in playoffs. And, um, you know, just excited to see what our kids do. Are there any key matchups that you find intriguing or that we should keep an eye on on Friday night? Well, you know, they have obviously a prolific offense and, and got a heck of a quarterback and receiving core um, and some darn good running backs. Their offensive line's really, really solid, well coached. Uh, so, you know, and they go, they go really fast. They throw it all over the lot. They run some wing tee and then other things too. And got trick plays and throw the ball 70 yards in the air. And, you know, it, it, it's a lot for a defense to handle. Um, and if we can somehow, again, try to, try to slow them down in some way, shape, or form, you know, they haven't punted in, in a month or so, you know, something like that. I don't know exactly, but, but we heard they very few third downs, uh, you know, very few punts. Uh, so um, we, we just got to, when we get an opportunity to get them in third down and make a play, when a ball gets thrown incorrectly or bounces off a receiver, we got to make a play. And uh, so our, our, our slowing their offense down in some way, shape, or form um, is obviously the key to the whole thing. And then obviously we got to play great in the other two two parts of the game, two phases of the game, and um, and 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 see if we can just hang in there and be in the game at halftime. Well, I don't want to undersell you guys either because you do have a talented team. What do you think that you guys do really well? Well, you know, I think there's there's a few things that we do well. You know, we we've gotten better in our special teams. We started off really poorly in, in the year with our special teams, and we're trying a lot of different ideas and different things. And we've we've really settled into kind of who we are special teams-wise. So hopefully we can do well special teams-wise. Um, offensively, you know, uh, you know, Paulie, our quarterback, Paulie Seeley's a really heady kid, does a great job and, and can throw it. And, um, you know, we can catch the ball when, when we get the opportunities and run the ball when we get the opportunities. Offensive line is, is coming along. Um, defensively, you know, I like our, our front, um, you know, we are a little banged up, but that's part of the game. You know, you got to, you got the next man, got to step up, um, you know, and, and again, we just, we identity wise, really, really figuring out who we are in the last couple of weeks. And I'm excited to see, see what they do. You know, we're not, again, we're not anywhere nearly as, uh, polished as, as BC is at the moment. And we're, we're going to be, we will be at some point whether it's this year or next year or three years from now, we're going to get there because the kids are working really hard at it. Um, but, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a, you know, I think we'll compete really hard. Our kids give great effort. They run to the ball. 
they use their feet to block on offense, and we'll compete, um, and and let the chips fall where they may. Anything else you want to add or want to say? Uh, you know, I like our kicker. Our kicker's doing really good. Terrell Hedman, he's doing a heck of a job. Really coming on, great soccer player, one of the best soccer players in the state, and um, hadn't kicked much before, and and is really starting to be coming uh, coming into his own. He had a couple field goals here recently, and and uh, kicking off well, and and onside kicks and things along those lines. He's doing really well and excited to see what he does. Um, but again, I, you know, their program is just further along than our program, which is kind of obvious. They've been doing it for a long, long time. We've only been in existence for nine years. And then, you know, haven't really had a, had a consistency or continuity of coaches over the last, you know, this year we're, we're, we're starting to get that with COVID last year. We're, you know, overcoming all those things. And we're getting there. And I'm really proud of our kids and how they work. Ms. Foltz, our principal, supports us greatly. Really, really excited about the future and all the building going on around the school. There's houses going up everywhere. So we're on the up and on the uptick, and we're, we're excited. Kids are excited and looking forward to the opportunity. Another big matchup we have happening tonight, uh, a rivalry game, Vidalia at Toombs County. Yeah, it'll be a really good atmosphere tonight at the pit. One of the best places to watch high school football in all of South Georgia. If you've never been to the pit over at Toombs County, get over there. It's a really cool place to watch a football game. But it's going to be rowdy tonight as Vidalia comes across the county. Both of these teams, one and one in region play. Mm-hmm. Um, they sit right now tied for third. And so this this game, it feels like you know, Swainsboro and Jeff Davis are ahead of them. I don't know if either of these teams can catch all the way for a region title. They need a few things to bounce yeah, and they happen both their lost way. To Jeff Davis. But the winner tonight, it's the difference in potentially a three or a four seed in the right. state playoffs. And, you know, that you're you're going on the road. It all it, matters. Exactly. It matters a great deal to, you know, who you line up with week one in the state playoffs. Could you, you know, if you're a three seed, the you could potentially get a home game. Mm-hmm. So th- this game's going to matter, and it matters anyway because it's a rivalry game. And, and Toombs County's going to be fired up. Vidalia's going to be fired up. They got a big win. They seem to be kind of figuring out. They had a rough start to the season, but Jason Cameron's team has got some talent over there. It <laughs> feels like they're, they're maybe coming around a little bit. Yeah, last week Bryce Davis um, passed for three touchdowns and rushed for four. So That's, that's an effective way to get a, a win in a football game. You know, pretty good. Yeah, Vidalia's won 11 of the last 13 in this series, including three in a row. So you know Toombs would like to snap a little bit of that streak, get a little bit of momentum mm-hmm. on their side in this series. And they're at home. Anything can happen. Yeah, and it's, it's going to be really fun tonight at the pit. I think that'll be one of the better atmospheres we see um, on this schedule tonight. Our Dal Kennedy will be out there for that one. If you see him, say hello, and he'll have coverage for you tonight. During the end zone, another team that I want to touch on, Jake, and we're going over into South Carolina for this one. Hilton Christian still unbeaten, the defending state champs hosting Beaufort Academy tonight. The Eagles have won 19 games in a row. They've been to Casual. Two- Two consecutive state title games seem to be a favorite to get to a third. They'll play a Buford Academy team that, that's pretty good. Buford Academy's not going to come in afraid. They're going to look to knock off Hilton Head Christian. But and this it, is just their second year of 11-man football, so correct. that's yeah. significant for them. Yes, but th- this, this HHCA team is just good. <laughs> they are just a monster that just continues to roll, and they're doing it again this year. And they're dominating opponents. Yes. They're not just winning. They're winning big. Yes, it's going to be very interesting and fun to watch them for the remainder of the year and see if they can make it a, a repeat. 
Both of these teams are unbeaten in Skiza Region 1-2A. So this will be a fun matchup tonight over in the Lowcountry. We have a photographer heading out there for that, and we'll have that one for you tonight during the end zone as well. Jake, I'm looking forward to another fun Friday night. Yeah, this is a good slate. I mean, you see some games, and, and like we mentioned, a lot of games of consequence, a lot of games that are going to mean something that we're going to look back in, in in two or three weeks and go, well, that was that was the difference and in, in why this team is here and why this team is potentially not in the playoffs. And so when there's a different energy when when games mm-hmm. matter like that in region games and you get late in the year and uh, it's a it's a fun energy to be a part of when you're in the stadium. Jake, you're stopping by a few fun ones tonight, and I'm – Making the run to Richmond Hill. I'll be at the BC New Hampstead game and uh, stopping by Calvary and Country Day. So we've got some fun ones for you tonight. Yeah, can Calvary stay undefeated? Can Country Day is just, they've had so many close losses this year, mm-hmm. so many close games. You wonder, you know, is tonight the night that maybe the thing, the ball bounces that would their rock way the against an undefeated Calvary team who seems to be very much on a mission? Absolutely. So we've got a great lineup for you tonight during the end zone. That's at 1115 tonight right here on WTOC. And you can stay up with us on social media throughout the evening. We post updates and scores and all that good stuff. I'll be live from Memorial Stadium coming up tonight during the news at 6. So make sure you're tuned in for all of your high school football coverage. We'll see you tonight on the sidelines and we'll talk to you next week with another end zone edition.